the single biggest gainer is the healthcare uh, industry, uh, and one of the biggest ones after that is hospitality, uh, which means hotels, restaurants, and the like. Um, and, and those jobs tend to be pretty poorly paid um, as a consequence of that restructuring, uh, but also as a consequence of changes within manufacturing itself. Uh, the number of jobs in mid-wage, uh, uh, sorry, the, the number of mid-wage jobs has declined fairly sharply. The number of low-wage jobs, that's jobs pay, paying less than about uh, $11 an hour, um, has increased. Um, the number of jobs earning more than $28 an hour has stayed steady, but that's only because women earning those amounts have grown. Uh, the number of women working for jobs that pay at that level has increased. The number of men who work uh, in jobs uh, uh, earning more than $28 an hour has decreased. We've also seen our population here in Michigan uh, decline uh, in recent uh, decades. One thing the study found was that Michigan had the sharpest decline in the 25 to 34-year age range and the under-25 population as well. What caused that? There's at least two things at work in, in, that, um, in that trend. The first one is the immediate direct impacts of uh, of economic decline and the sort of the sharp shock of all that manufacturing loss, which of course had ripple effects throughout the economy. So the economic prospects for young people in Michigan uh, did not look so good, uh, really for most of the 2000 to, to 2010 period. Uh, and so those uh, people who could leave uh, did leave, and that left behind a number of people who may have had more opportunity than the average, but then others who didn't have as many choices. Um, the second is a longer-term trend, that is that Michigan and other Great Lakes states have been experiencing out-migration of people in their late 20s and early 30s for several decades now. Um, the biggest previous loss of people in that generation um, was in the 1980s when there was also a severe downturn in manufacturing in the state. Uh, and so the people who left in the 1980s were having their kids somewhere else instead of in Michigan. Um, and so those kids were never born in Michigan. They never grew up in Michigan. So it's like a little pause in, you know, in the number of people having kids that's now playing forward into the 2000 to 2010 period as an indirect effect of a previous shock to the economy. So the challenge seems to be finding a way to keep people under 35 here. What can Michigan do to do that? Well, we have a, we have a number uh, of recommendations, uh, especially aimed at young people. Um, and that means not just the children themselves, but the parents uh, of children or the potential parents of children, thinking about um, everything that is necessary to a young family and the, the people who are in their early to mid-20s uh, into their 30s are, of course, both those who are most likely to have kids and those who are most uh, likely to migrate if it doesn't seem like they have opportunity where they are. Um, so if those folks face a labor market, where they feel like they have both good options in the labor market 
and support uh, in terms of child care, in terms of good health care for their kids and for themselves, uh, uh, prenatal care, uh, maternity leave, paid paternity leave, all those kinds of policies that say from the state and the local level, we got your back, we want you, uh, if you want to have kids, we want to support you, uh, and also we want to make sure that your kids get a good education, that you have child care uh, for your kids, not just because it's nice, but because it allows you to stay in the labor force. And, and all of those things are especially important as women become a, a more and more important source uh, of, um, of income for their families and prosperity for the region's economy. What does this study say about how Detroit is doing generally? Well, that's, that's kind of, you know, everybody's sort of pouring over the latest tea leaves about how Detroit is doing and, uh, and, and what its future is. Um, the report doesn't really zero in on particular metropolitan areas, uh, but we have been doing other work in Detroit that confirms, of course, that not just the city of Detroit, but the whole Detroit metropolitan area was naturally really hard hit, along with the rest of Michigan, by this recent downturn in manufacturing. I mean, it's not just a downturn. It's, it's a, you know, losing almost half your manufacturing jobs in a decade. That's, you know, you can't just call that a downturn. That's, that's a, you know, I don't know what to call it. It's cataclysmic. Uh, for a lot of places and for a lot of people. Um, and, and again, that ripples throughout the Detroit economy. Um, but one one thing that we see about Detroit now and going into the future um, is that the number of, of people who are over 65 in the region is already pretty high and it's growing. And the number of people who are under 40 in the region has plateaued and may be, and may be falling. Uh, and so that's going to mean that it will be a really different place and the kinds of things that the region needs to thrive may be different than in the, in the past, or there may be more that's necessary. In particular, the investments that we mentioned also in the report um, in, um, in a, a, both a comfortable and productive and engaged life for people after they retire. Uh, the baby boom is a really huge generation. Uh, they're healthy. They're often wealthy. Uh, some of them will move away from the Detroit area uh, to other parts of the United States, but many of them will stay, and most of them will retain at least some kind of a tie to the region. So, so thinking about how to build support and structure and opportunity so that older uh, Michiganders and older people in, in the region um, can contribute in a positive way to the future of their communities and the region is another important thing to work on.